Hey everybody, this is Ariel, aka Balance, and I'm here with my partner, Alicia, aka Water. And we're bringing to you Balancing Water Podcast. This is our very first podcast. How you feeling? I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't like talking. Well, you better learn to talk today. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this thing going. Um, but yeah, um, if you haven't put it together yet, we are Balancing Water. Um, I am balanced simply because I am a Libra. Um, we did it based on both of our zodiac signs. Um, and you know, Libras, we balance out the world. That's how I what, see it. What, what world? This world? Apparently yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm an Aquarius. I think I do a little bit more for you than you're doing for me. But yes, I'm the Aquarius. I'm the water sign, the water barrier. We are nurturers. <sighs> She doesn't have a nurturing bone in her body, but we're not. That is not even why we're here. We're, we're gonna just skip I, I past that. I didn't know this was about to be about me. Yeah, you're right. It is okay, about us. Thanks. So, so why did you want to do a podcast? Like, why did you want to do a podcast with me? I know we're partners, but what made you say yes to the idea of doing a podcast? Okay, so usually when you come into the salon, I am intrigued by our conversations. We have really good conversations and I think that they can be shared with the world um so a podcast with you even though we are strong-minded individuals with strong opinions I think as we think a lot like how what people want to say right so why not let everybody hear it you know what that is a great point because everybody every time I come in if you guys don't know Alicia owns her own salon so whenever I come to get my hair done um we talk about whatever is going on um whatever is new so that's what she means by when i come into the salon to have talks with her um and sometimes i do even stop in here just to bring up what's going on so um one of the topics we are going to be talking about is our kelly situation um but we'll get to that a little bit later um so yeah i mean i was intrigued to do a podcast anyway i want to do it by myself but when she proposed that we do it together i was like it's the perfect thing it's almost like having a conversation with one of my good friends and if you guys don't know, I've known her for over 10 years. She started doing my hair when I was still wet behind okay, the ears. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Let's, let's not let everybody know how old I am. That, that she makes did, me sound really... Yeah, it just like, makes you sound seasoned. <laughs> Maybe old baby. Seasoned? What am I, chicken? Could, I mean, if that's what you prefer <laughs> to be called, I wasn't going to go that far. Oh, but, wow. You know... Yeah. Uh, okay. No, she's just seasoned. I'll take it. I'm seasoned. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. She's not that seasoned, though. She's not like spoiled I milk seasoned. I am 34. Season. Well, I'm glad you put it out there. I'm 27. <laughs> Since she put it out there and stated herself, that's... I'm a ripe 34. You know, like they say, just like wine. Get better with time, I guess. Okay. See, that was a compliment. I'll take that. I'll take it. I'll okay. Take okay. It. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, now that we got past the introduction and why we want to do this podcast, um... The first topic of our episode, we switched it around a little bit. We want to talk about what's going on. Okay, no, no, no. We got to do a disclaimer. Oh, oh, my bad. Yes, that's right. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead and issue your disclaimer, and I'm going to piggyback off of it. Okay. The disclaimer is, please do not judge us by anything that we say. Yes, amen. I will tell you right now, my mouth is kind of (laughs) raw. I, I, I'm i going to say some things. It's going to hurt some people's feelings. Some people may take it personal. I, I never intend to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not trying to um, be prejudiced in any kind of way. I'm not trying to discriminate in any kind of way. But, you know, I got opinions, and I'm allowed to voice them. So what she's saying is pretty much pray for us. Don't judge <laughs> us. And I will say this. If you find us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, um, we do take time out of, out of our day to respond. So if yeah, they, I got time sometimes. Yeah, like I can I can put a pause in my day to respond. So just pray for me. If you if I said something that may have hurt your feelings or rubbed you the wrong way, just leave me a comment with the prayer hands, and I'll know. <laughs> and then we'll automatically know. We don't say something right, right, okay. right. So okay. now that we got that out the way, um, let's get to our topic of today. Um, so like I was saying before, um. We were going to talk about some other things for our very first podcast, but one of the biggest issues that's going on right now, well, not even issues, problems, I will say, um, is this whole R. Kelly situation. And this is a very touchy topic, um, and it actually infuriates me every time I talk about it, and I've talked about it at least 30 times 
since that documentary has come out. Um, but I've been following it prior to it actually airing from Lifetime, the whole series and everything. Um, so that's what we're going to get into today. So before we even get started, I just want to get your take. What do you think of R. Kelly when you hear his name prior to this whole docu-series and everything blowing up? What do you think of when you hear R. Kelly? So prior to the docu-series, which I did not watch, I chose not to watch it um, solely because I had already read um, the book from one of the victims. Oh, that was a book that I actually sent you, right? Yes. Okay. I read that um, in like one night, uh, and that was enough for me to know that I did not need to see the docu-series because it couldn't get any worse than the book. I felt yeah. like the book was so graphic that... And I know Lifetime wasn't going to show <laughs> what yeah. she was talking about in yeah. the book. So yeah. it can't get any worse. Um, but prior to that, I've always thought of R. Kelly as a creep. Yeah, he, he's a creeper in um, the creeperton. I mean, musically, I've kind of been off him musically for a while um, because of my feelings towards him. And um, probably the last <laughs> time I saw him a few years ago here in Orlando at um, Funk Fest. And watching him throw panties into the audience <laughs> and watching wow. women run for panties. Like, you don't even know where they're coming from. You don't <laughs> even know. They could, it could be from some of these girls that he got. And, right. and then watching him also point out to women, and I'm me looking and seeing his like bodyguards or whoever was in front of the stage, like go to the girls and, and I knew, I mean they were grown women, they right. weren't teenagers, but <clears throat> they would pick them and I, you would see these women go to the back at the end of the set. So from then I was just like, and I didn't even stay for his whole set, I, I, I left, I couldn't, I was over it. Yeah. So. I had already had feelings about him prior to musically. Yes, he's a genius, and and absolutely. But it's very hard for me to say that the music and the person are two different things when he's been accused of all of these allegations. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not even gonna call them allegations anymore. I'm gonna say they're truths um, because I find it extremely hard and difficult that this many women, different ages, different. Um, um, what, what am I trying like to say? Backgrounds. Different backgrounds coming out with these same situation. A lot of the stories are extremely similar. For me, he's always been a musical genius. Um, and it's a couple songs that I like of his that I have a hard time separating from the person that he is outside of music. I want to say my favorite song by him is Thank God It's Friday from his very first album. Hmm. Most people don't really talk about it, but it has nothing to do with women. has nothing to do really with sex or anything. Um, it's just a nice little it's vibe a feel song. Good song. Yeah, it's a feel-good song. Um, but everything that's been blown up by him, like his major songs, now that I look back, like it's sickening. Um, it definitely makes me feel some type of way because... It's almost like he's talking to a child. It's not like he's talking mm -hmm. to two consensuating or consensual adults. Consensual adults. Yeah, right. consensual adults. It's about another child, him and a child. Um, and it's hard to separate him and who he is as a musician um, from the predator he is behind that music. When he walks away, the music and the songs are cut off. So right now, I, I, I can't say that I listen to him, but I did. I have bought his music prior to all these situations coming out. And so I'm stuck in the middle as to, do I keep my songs? Because mind you, I paid for them. <laughs> With my money, I've paid for them. Do I just keep oh, them and let them sit there? No, or, yes. or do I delete them? You you delete them. Or do I just play them and press mute so I don't hear them? Is that what the mute R. Kelly? <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. I just, I just. No, you delete them. You you delete them. Now, is, I I, went is iTunes and I refunding? Because I want my money back. I bought what albums. What was it? At the, oh, I was say, what was it? The 99 cents? You want your 99 cents back? But uh, no, you delete them. Okay. You delete them because there's no, how are you going to listen to the songs and not still think about what has happened and what absolutely. he's done? There's no way. And now even songs that probably had absolutely nothing right. to do with what he's being accused of, um, you're still going to start finding little things in the songs and feeling like, 
he's talking to one of these little girls or whatever. You always are going to associate his music with what he's doing and or what he has done. And the crazy thing about it is that after the docuseries, I don't know if you saw it or not, but his streams went up 16%. What? And every, for me, I wasn't taken aback by it. I wasn't saying that people were promoting him because after the docuseries, when these women were coming out, about what he was doing and who the songs were about, everybody's going back to listen to see what he's talking about. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. really the streams were for. I think yeah. it was people going back to listen. Um, I know that a lot of my clients told me that they fell into that. Like, right. they started going back and listening to songs to try to see if they could find their, you right. know, context clues in the song. Right. But at the same time, you just helped his sales and you just put money in his pocket I mean, by doing that. He's getting evicted from everything. He done got evicted from the house in Atlanta. Per the docuseries, he's getting evicted out of the studio in Chicago, yeah, so he's gonna need the money. So, I mean, he's gonna need a lot <laughs> no, more. No, I don't want him to have any money to defend himself. Well, he's well, gonna, uh, he uh, gonna uh, have that uh, many what? coins because he's paying off a lot of people. So, I mean, he's going to jail. Okay, hopefully. What, what is it that, what I, what do we want to happen from this? I, that's Good my. Question. Good question. Because every right now, everybody's having the, the argument of whether he really did it or the, what these women are saying are true or not. He well, did it. What? <laughs> he, he did that shit. He did it. He did it. He absolutely did it. Like, and my Curtis yeah, Jackson, he, he did that shit. He did it. Um, but what do, what do we want to happen? I want him to go beneath the jail simply because this man robbed these children of their innocence. Um, there is no team that's fast enough to attract an adult man that's not looking for a child right, or someone underage. There should be nothing that a teen can do for you that an adult cannot do for you. Right. He was preying on these children, teens, young adults, um, and he robbed them of their innocence. He took advantage of... So then you have the fact that he's a victim himself, right? Mm-hmm. He was... right. It's been said that he was molested mm-hmm. um, by his sister, six, who was also 16 years old, mm-hmm. which is the same age group that he kind of preys on, right. right? So it's one, you've allowed yourself to be a victim mm-hmm. and then become the predator, mm-hmm. or you're trying to avenge yourself from what happened to you, and these 16-year-olds are like you getting your revenge back on your sister. And, you know, I can... I didn't think about it that way, but that can very well be it because now it's a situation where he's kind of, at first he was just messing with young girls, hanging around them, um, but it wasn't anything. But he's done it so long that he's normalized it and mm-hmm. he's turned into a real monster in a mm-hmm. sense. And I say that because... But he doesn't feel that. You, you he does understand he, that. Cause because he's, he's, he's normalized it. Ju- yeah, it's justified for him based upon what has happened to him. I don't, I don't even think that he knows that it's justified. It's, I feel like because he's gotten away with it for so long, it's become normalized. He, I can do what I want to do. And that's why I say he gets those girls that age because he could take control, the control that he didn't have when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And now that he's grown up, he knows it's wrong, but I just want to do it now because well, I can do, you, do it. You can normalize yourself, but how do you normalize your whole staff? How do you normalize, you know, Money. your team? Money. When, how do you allow yourself to... to be employed by somebody and know that that this has to be your normal like you have to act like all of this is okay how do you even stay employed? how is he your your boss well this is what i'll say everybody majority of people that i know of that i've seen on his camp are african-american people and i say this all the time what i dislike about the african-american community is the fact that if it's not you your child your mother, your sister, or your family member that is happening to, you turn the other cheek. You look the other way. And that's what upsets me about the whole situation because with all those African-Americans that were around him and employed by him, they should have spoken up. But because those were not their family members, their children, their daughters, their sisters. Well, they- I mean, didn't they? I know. So all everything I'm saying is based on what everybody has told me. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't they say that the 14-year-old who's in the video, her parents weren't willing, I, I think this is Sparkle's niece. Yeah. Okay, weren't, they weren't willing to Would, testify in, yes. in the court case against him, right? Which, which then led him to be acquitted. Yes. Right? So that was personal to them. 
It was, but the dad was playing the guitar, and I think so th- th- this, the money was more important. Th- in my in my opinion, this is what I think happened. This is not fact, so do not say that this is what happened and this is what's going on. I feel like they did not know that he was sleeping with their daughter until Sparker came out about it and that sex tape was released and they saw it. But then um, they had the opportunity to right. testify, right. and they chose not to. Right. And on top of that. They, they're no longer even speaking to Sparkle, correct? Well, they I think they are now. From the docuseries, she said that she hadn't taught her family in 10 years prior to so this because okay. she decided to tell them that this is what happened. She was upset at herself about the situation. Um, and I look at it two ways with the Sparkle's niece. Um, I'm not going to say her name, with, even though I do know it. Um, I look at it two ways. Simply because she was underage, she's 14 or 13, however old she was. You have to look at it as a teen who played basketball. She was probably popular around her school because her dad was a musician. Her aunt was Sparkle, who was popular at that time. Um, They're in the music industry. And you get caught on this sex tape that's going around. People are talking. You know, teen boys, they get a hold of porn. And this was before social media. This is before social media. So this is going around in the streets, and it was the most degrading towards her in general, even if she was of age, that was a degrading act that was going on in that video that she was in. So now you're looking at your livelihood. I can't be seen. I don't want to go to school. Everybody knows what's going on. So now you're afraid to be seen because of what has happened to me. And so now if you do go through with it, everybody's going to see you as, even though you're the victim, they're going to try to judge you. Why did you let this man do this to you? Mm -hmm. And so I can look at it that way that she didn't want to be seen. And her parents didn't want her to have to go through it even more and say, this is the girl that was peed on in R. Kelly's porn. Because mm-hmm. that's what's going to come out once you testify and say, yes, this happened to me. Once you take ownership and say, this happened to me, now everybody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. But by you denying it and saying it didn't happen, take the money, go away, and now you can go into hibernation. Because I didn't know about the girl or who she really was until this docuseries came out because it kind of got swept under the rug who that female was. We knew it was a porn out there. Everybody remembers the porn, but no one remembered the underage child until this docuseries came back out. So I almost feel bad for her because now she has to relive it as an adult, that this is who you are. This this, this is now your identity. I mean, don't, I guess the only good thing about it, about her having to deal with it as an adult now is that now she can actually, um, you know, as a child, you really don't know how to uh, explain your, or. Uh, explain your emotions your feelings right. you can't really decipher really what's happening and what it means you know you can so as an adult now it's there's going to be a little bit more clarity for her mm-hmm. um she, I'm, hopefully she's gotten some kind of therapy throughout these years so that she can speak on it right in in a more mature i, I don't there's no be- good way to say yes i let a man pee on me but as an it, adult, yeah, I you mean, can maybe try to explain what was going on at that time. And especially what was going on in your head, why this was happening to you, what were you thinking? And I'm glad this docuseries came out because I wanted her to see and all these other women to see that you're not alone. Because a lot of them, yeah, they may have been in the house, but those that weren't in that house with him um, that were moving to whichever home he had in Chicago and Atlanta, I'm not alone. This is not just happening to me. Why is he taking advantage of me? Even the young girls, like, is so... And for me, it's like, this is a small fraction of females that have Mm -hmm. come out. That was a very small fraction that came out in the docuseries. Just imagine all the young women that did not come out, that have not had the option to actually tell the story, and those that don't even want to tell, because it's embarrassing. You know, and some like of them you don't want to be one of R. Kelly's girls, right? You and and that becomes your identity. Sadly enough, when all this stuff happens, I'm one of R. Kelly's girls. If you come out to tell your story and what happened to you, you're another one of R. Kelly's victims. So you, it's almost like you're always being associated with him and losing your own identity in that process. Yeah, and it's almost like, well, society will never let you live it down either. Right, you right. will always be that. It doesn't matter, you know what you do you could become president it's going to be well former r, r. kelly's yep. girl yep <laughs> president whoever right. whoever you know so it's something that's gonna i probably if it was me i probably would have some hesitation if they came and asked me to do the 
be a part of it, I probably would have hesitation. If it's something that I'm trying to um, forget in my life, um, and especially if I didn't get any help for it, like I would definitely probably be like, uh, no. I would have to, I would definitely have to have my face blacked out when I'm telling my story because with I... voice? Yeah. With, I, with, with that voice? I wouldn't sound that. like nobody. <laughs> that, <laughs> that voice? That's, that, that's how I would have to do it to tell my story because I don't want anything associated with me to it. I want to be able to help those that are still going through it, but I don't want to be associated because I want to get from up under that dark cloud. I right. want to see sunshine at the end. And I know if I came out... So do these women have to, well, I'm guessing anybody who is in the docuseries, they're going to have to, um, if this goes to trial somehow, mm-hmm. that they're going to have to testify. And I feel like if they did, I don't think any of them would have an issue with it, um, simply because it's, it's more than one. And this is another thing. This, okay. is, this is another thing why I like the docuseries, because another thing that I dislike about society and the African-American community when it was one girl here and there, because this has been going on for years, and right. one girl here and there tried to come out, but he's always shut it down, and people, oh, he didn't do that because he's this musical genius. It literally took this docuseries with multiple women to come out to get people to believe. <laughs> That's like, what I don't understand. When people come, like when my clients have been coming in, and it's like, hey, did you see you know, the series or whatever? And I'm like, but why are you so surprised? Right. Because... This has been going on for years. There's all there's been allegations, and I know mm-hmm. allegations don't necessarily mean you know that you right. did it, but it's been going on long enough. Like I don't need, you know, you can steal twice, and somebody say you steal something twice. I'm always gonna think like, mm, sticky you fingers, sticky fingers. <laughs> right? You know, I don't know, and something so. Like, this is serious. This is not even like, oh, he stole somebody's music or something. Right. This is, you have been preying on young women. Mm-hmm. You've been hel- holding them hostage, technically, mm-hmm. you know, mind-fucking them, getting right. them to the point where they don't even see themselves as a victim and they see themselves as, you know, your little girls or whatever. Right. And yeah, so I, I don't know what else he needed to do that we need to find him in the act did we need to see him at a playground picking up a little girl yes that's that's what that's what the african-american community needed because anytime someone is great especially if they're black sorry to say that but if you are black and you have some type of talent whether you're this major basketball star major football player musician whatever the case may be and you appear to be doing something great if it's something you do to another african-american person we're gonna turn we're gonna turn a blind eye. Not myself, because I know I wouldn't. Um, this situation is a lot deeper than I didn't need all those women to come out, but everyone else in the community did, and there's still people out there saying that he didn't do it. There's no possible way he can be this person, and they're still gonna play his music because he's such a great musician. So you gotta separate yourself from the music and that man, because the music has to be cut off at some time. So when those lights go out, the the stereo stops playing. Who is he really? And this is what he really is. He he's is, a monster. He's everybody's creepy uncle in the right. family that be watching you the uncle he's, earl he's the person in the neighborhood that everybody know your mother told you don't go down by mr so-and-so's house right he is the that person he's yes. the person at your job who makes you know rude comments and says sexual stuff that's inappropriate all the time right he is the he is everybody Everybody knows somebody like him. And everybody knows somebody that can't read and write. Everybody knows that. That's what he is which, too. Which, which, uh, that's a whole nother issue. So Because that also plays into why he's going for younger women too. Because you want to you want to get somebody who's on the same level as you, right? I thought he was trying to get somebody to help him to read. So he ain't got no, to use, his not, finger, so use the finger to point up under the sentence so he can understand <laughs> and use context clues. That's what I thought he, he was going He does not need... He does not need them to help him read because there he has enough people around him doing stuff for him. But he needs somebody at the same mindset as right. him so that it's not that hard to convince a 15, 16, 18-year-old, you know, to stay with me right. and be a part of this. It's going to be... I know they said in, in the series that there were some older women who mm-hmm. he had got, but they were able to leave. Yeah. Right? The, most of the time, it's been the older women that have been able to get away. And the older women... They were broken down women. It wasn't like this is this strong corporate right. America woman. Yeah, because there's, there, there's yeah. absolutely a type that you yes. go for. You want to prey on the ones who are vulnerable, um, the ones that are that seem weak, that don't, right. that maybe come from a broken home. There's, there's inst- you know, not a not stable home. I would, um, I would have definitely had it where it had been surviving Scrabble featuring R. Kelly. <laughs> 
lifetime, I'm ready to tell my story. You, <laughs> you ain't been, got no story. Yeah, it would have definitely been Akilah and the B. He wouldn't have beat me in that game. <laughs> he could beat everybody else and everything else, but you won't be able to beat me in the spelling bee. <laughs> that is something he will not be able to do. You're stupid. I'm but, not playing. But, <laughs> I'm playing with you. This is but, serious. <laughs> you're right. It is a serious topic, but it's like, how can you not read and write, but you can try to tell somebody what to do and take a young woman's innocence? Because, like, I mean, you does that tap into his ego? Like, does that make him feel better that he's taking something from somebody else because he doesn't really have anything? You Absolutely. Got all, you got all the money Absolutely, in the world. Absolutely, because when you take away his music, who is he? An illiterate person? You're illiterate. You're broken because you've been molested as a right. child. You know? Right. Yeah. So it absolutely taps into his ego. It's He's trying to... It's like self-preservation in a sense, right? I agree. Yeah. So, and then everybody who's around, even I'm, I'm sure he probably feels inferior to the people that are on his team. The people right. who have to read for him. Right. The people who have to write for him. Like, I paid, like, you know how to read, but I'm making millions. And I'm right. paying you. you. I'm employing you. I can fire you at any because, given time. Just because I don't know how... Right. To read and write. Right. Like, that's crazy that I have to waste all this money. If he thinks about the people that he has around him and how much money he's wasted, all he had to do was go take a GED class. All he had to do was right. go get, get get a tutor to teach you. Shoot, Fantasia did that. Now, question, side note. How does he know he believes he can fly? Like, how do you know those words? Get- I just, <laughs> just want to know how do you... How did he even come up with this song? How does he know how to write these words if he can't read? Like... Is it memory? I mean, or? he is old enough, so he's heard where he knows what. That's why it was so basic. You remind me of my Jeep. You know, ba- I've never heard. Now that I think about it, I've never heard him in any song say any big words. I bet he don't. Well, know. Are there? Who is saying big words in songs? I mean, it ain't nothing that's past basic. It's like first grader, like first grader words, stuff they give you on your vocabulary test on every Friday. That's how I see it. I've never heard him say tranquility. Exactly. My point. Exactly. He, he, I've never oh heard. I've never heard tranquility God. in this a song. Not right. We cannot make fun of the man. It's not right that he was trying to take little girls. Either. I want. No, it's not. So, I want to know why he never learned how to read and write. Like he had a brother. He, he never needed to. Honestly, he never. But when needed did his to. career start? What do you mean he didn't need? When to? he started singing. Like it just but took what off. age was that? That was I want to say in the docuseries. I think they said it was in high school. So right. it wasn't even, So that was I mean you had all these years you should have learned how to read and write by high school. See, now if he probably would have stayed in Florida, you know Florida got the no child left behind. Oh he was all the way left behind. He would have still been in first grade at 17. And that's why he should have came to Florida because <laughs> Chicago obviously is not doing it the oh, right way. Cuz how do you even get to how do you even get to being this superstar without knowing how to read like it th- that really baffles me that really baffles me that you are this major star what he turned 50 the other day he just turned 50 the other day and he was in a club singing and yes. people were like take me <laughs> and i guess they were saying take me to the king because he got that stuff oh my he, he got, I mean, this. He got STDs. He's giving. It's yeah, just he, too he, much. It's just so too they were much. pretty much asking to take him to the king because that's where you're going next. Because <laughs> what he has is is uncurable. But he's a celebrity and yes. he got money, so yep. we can, you know, they can don't exclude okay, me. Not okay, we. okay. So people are willing and yes. able to still be with him and in his presence. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody. Like, do you think older women feel like the ones that I see people in comments and stuff? And mm-hmm. do you think the older women feel like, well, he couldn't have done me like that because I'm, I'm not yes. gonna let him. So, and and actually, that's why it's okay that I still, I would still get with him, but he wouldn't be able to do me like that. Because they, they, that's why I say if it's not happening to them, a sibling, a mother, or aunt, or whatever, they detach themselves from the situation because actually one of the females that was an an adult when he approached her and tried and moved her in the house she was like she was that diehard r kelly fan that she loved you couldn't tell him nothing wrong about him she overlooked the whole porn thing she didn't even see it she didn't want to hear about it she thought he he was a knight in shining armor and when he wanted to talk to her that was all that's all it was so you couldn't tell her nothing wrong about r kelly until Mm. she was put in those shoes and that's why i say it it sucks that 
all these women have to come out for everybody to see what he really is. When it's one person, he didn't do that. He couldn't possibly do that. You think more people are going to come? Okay, so there's always the the civil suit mm-hmm. and the criminal suit or mm-hmm. the criminal case, mm-hmm. right? So if he's charged criminally, do you think more women will come out than if there's a civil suit where they believe that there's money involved? Do you think that will deter people or, or help have people make a decision? The Because I know there's women that haven't come out yet, right. right? So the ones who haven't, do you think that they will be more willing if they're going to charge him crim- criminally and know that he could possibly go to jail? Um, honest- or do I wait <laughs> and see if for I can make some a civil money for suit and get some money out of it? Honestly, if this, this is me speaking from my experience, I don't know what will happen, what more women will do. I know if I was in that situation, I would just want to see him go to jail. And to be honest, there is no money, enough money in this world to take away the pain that I've endured or what I went through. Right. So the civil suit, I'm just trying to get him locked up. So if I do get some money out of it, I mean, I guess it's a bonus, but that's not my ultimate goal because he needs to pay for what he did. It's not even a bottom line. There's no price tag. There's no amount of millions of dollars that I can receive to repay what he took from me and what he did to me or what he gave to me. There's no money that can give me that. But, of course, I feel like people are going to say that if these women do file a civil lawsuit where they can make some money or they were just money hungry. That's what they were trying to do. They're trying to take the black man down. No. We're trying to figure out how we can get him convicted by any means necessary, whichever way we can get him. Right. We've seen before he done got off. So any way that we can get him, we're trying to take him. But I don't think that money is going to be the motive for everybody to come out of the woodworks. Now, I will say that one thing that I am afraid of is women, whether older or whatever the case may be, that may be lying. Because Hmm. that, that tends to throw a monkey wrench in the entire situation. When one person comes out lying and it's confirmed that they lied about it, now it messes up for everybody else. Yeah, it messes up the total credibility of all every, the other women. Everybody already is skeptical about how if if these stories are really true or not. Right. So, um, you get one person that they. That's why when I saw that they said that he was supposed to be starting a Facebook, yeah, page or something. They shut it down. Um, that was supposed to be bringing, right. <laughs> showing these uh, these people in a bad light. I'm right. like, well, if that does happen, thankfully it was shut down. Um. Well, what then happened? Because then it, it discredits everything that people are saying. Well, from the docu series, because um, I know you didn't watch it, but on the docu series, they were saying how he made them do sexual acts, made them sign these fake NDAs or whatever. Mm-hmm. to try to make it seem like almost like brainwashing that, that you can't say that this didn't happen. You signed this paperwork saying that you were willing to consent to doing this, and this mm-hmm. is what he wanted, so that if anything came out, he could say I have this. So I think that those that actually genuinely sympathize with those women and understand what they're saying if he would have come out with that facebook series or whatever i know i wouldn't have believed it because i know what you've done to manipulate these women and that's how you got them to stay for that long because you've made it seem like well if you try to leave me i got these four five tapes of you and this nda that you signed saying that you were willing to do this with me mm-hmm. not saying that you pretty much harassed them beat See, them or that, whatever that's, behind that's why i it's very hard for me to, to to view him as a victim because yep he's no longer a victim. you've done everything you needed to do to cover your tracks yep. and when you're doing all of that you already know what you're to doing do, right? is wrong and your conscience is already telling you it's wrong you know it's wrong and that's why i say now that. if he was just freely just out here you know being crazy and mm-hmm. doing stuff then fine you're like okay well he doesn't understand what he's doing he's so far gone he doesn't get it but he absolutely gets it that, that's it's why all control that's why i say he's, he's normalized doing. it now that's why i say it's normalized to him now because now, if you had a situation where you were dealing with, battling with looking at younger women or whatever the case may be, and you know it's wrong, you're going to try to get help because you don't want to be that person. But you've normalized it to the point where you're trying to cover your tracks and trying to be better at covering your tracks in the future because of those few people that have gotten out. And even the whole situation where the girl Jocelyn or Joycelyn Savage, the one from Orlando or Polk County, somewhere around here, mm-hmm. um, they're still being held hostage. Her parents can't see her and haven't seen her in the past two years. Um, when the parents came out um, and was requested to see her in front of the news, allegedly he had her come out on TMZ and say she's perfectly fine. She's not being held oh, against her will. That was the girl that came out? Yes. And she's from here? Yes. Wow. that's Yeah, she is from here. That's the one that he met um, in Kissimmee at the hotel. 
<laughs> I think I think if I'm right not mistaken, here. yeah, at at a concert. But her parents were there, and of course they, yeah, it's these parents. That is, <laughs> this is now this that, is a whole subject that I did want to dive into. The parents. I want to get your perspective on it because I have mixed feelings for it. I feel like every situation is different. I genuinely want to hear if it's a million parents. I want to hear each parent's story or situation as to how did their child end up with R. Kelly? How did they get in a situation? I know, I know he sold dreams. I know he said that I can make you a star. Um, I could put you in a position because honestly, if you have a R and B artist as big as R. Kelly saying that he can make you a star, he sees what you have. I mean, that's a major opportunity, but he was like a wolf in sheep clothing yeah, at the time. But, but how do no, you No, He wasn't a wolf in sheep. He was just a wolf. He's not like he is not true. Well, see, well, this, well, this, this, this is my. Understand. Let me clarify that. Let me clarify that. I'm saying like he's selling these kids' dreams with their parents. But how, I want to know each and every situation that these parents had as to how did they let their child be alone but with this star. But that's the thing. Star. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't even think he's really even selling a dream. Like there's there's nothing that he could say to me for you. For me to allow you to be to take my child, right. period. Right. There's no dream to sell. Right. You want to help her? Fine. You can come over to my house. You are. And we could do this right. What? You are Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> Why that you sounds say like that? that's, you're probably making some curry stew or some <laughs> fish or something. And, and this is how we're gonna go. We're gonna make this own little studio inside yeah. the living room, man. Yes, gonna... <laughs> that's exactly what's gonna happen. Okay, I got I a tambourine. Yeah. What you need? <laughs> I can play the triangle. We gonna do this all together. You not coming in, you are not coming and taking my child. There is not, and I don't even have kids, okay? So well, I don't even know what it is to have this unconditional love as a parent right. and all that, right? Right. I, I you are not telling me anything. You cannot sell me a dream. You right. cannot give me a number. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing. You can't buy me a car. You can't buy me a you can't do anything that's gonna make me feel like my child is gonna be safe with you. Right. And and I, I totally understand that because my mom, um, who's crazy, she you know I don't she's nice, <laughs> <laughs> she, she's nice. Um, like both her and my dad, they had it to where you're not going outside unless a parent is there. So I know I'm not going and having friends with no adult at no any grown given time. Man? Right. Uh, uh, I mean, a grown who man. has who has been. Accused, accused okay right. of things no we see yeah. i'm sure every one of them daddies watched that sex tape i hope you didn't dad but everybody's daddy at some point <laughs> saw that sex tape you okay? saw your dad watch it no my dad's old he's not watching no sex tape okay so but everybody but your dad everybody but my dad <laughs> <laughs> but my dad's old like when did this sex tape come out like 20 years ago or something but yeah every everybody so it's just like everybody has seen the Kim K sex tape at I, some point. I have okay? not seen it. I okay. have not seen well, it. Well, you're one. I in. am a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But there's nothing you, even whether you're like, ooh, does that look like him? It's a little fuzzy. Right. The fact that there's even evidence, you yeah. understand? There was a video, you know. No, there's nothing you can say to take my child at all. We're right. going to make these songs right here in the house. Yeah, you're probably going to use like a recorder or something. So, like a little, um, your cell phone and turn it to the box yeah, so y'all can record. Absolutely. She's going to sing from the house. Okay, oh, let's, on the telephone. Skype, let's Skype her through and she's going to sing from the house. And honestly, do I even want you to be associated with him? Probably not. Right. Yeah. I probably don't want you to have anything to do. Right. Which like that whole with like the Aaliyah and stuff like Oof. eventually and we've never known why he lost Aaliyah as an artist right that's never been told well has it? I think the docu series the very first episode could have touched on that it well, um he took her too before the whole marriage he he took her up and through them right so like but we don't know why he lost him I'm sure it's due to right. things that he was doing he, right? right as the but the parents had to come to a conclusion like listen the, her career is gonna have to be done for cause you can't her uncle was managing I think um R. Kelly so that's how she even got in tune with R. Kelly she mm. had an uncle that was a part of the staff I think it was a manager and it was somebody else that was her family member that was higher up in the music industry which was R. Kelly was up under as well. So that's how she even got in contact with him. It wasn't like 
she was a star or he was scoping her out, I'm going to make you a star. That wasn't that situation. And actually in the very first episode of the docuseries, one of the managers that is talking about the things that R. Kelly did and confirmed a lot of the stuff was her uncle or something to that extent. So that, like, they failed her. Like, everybody well, around, they, they allowed it because of money. They allowed it. It didn't seem that big of a deal. And that's why I say, like, money rules the world, but it's sad that you let money manipulate you for this this amount of time. Like, even though you guys, the guys that were talking, they are not employed, no longer employed with R. Kelly, why didn't you come out afterwards? Now that you've broken free of possibly getting fired from your job, why did I'm you not speak sure, up sure, for what's right? I'm sure there were threats made, of you course. know? I'm sure he made it would have made life very difficult for them. But you gonna you gonna let somebody that can't read and, and write threaten you? <laughs> right. Like but and also you have this thing well like well th- he'll get caught eventually. Like I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm you know, somebody's it, it can't last for this it can't last for that long, right? That's hopefully yeah. what a lot of people yeah. will start thinking. Somebody else will speak until up until it's been twenty years later and He's we're still. still talking about R. Kelly. Right. You know? The reason why probably Bill Cosby was such a shock for everybody was because it came out of nowhere, right? right? This wasn't something that we were talking about all these years while they right. were making the Cosbys. While we've gotten how many albums from R. Kelly yeah, and have still been talking about how he possibly peed on this girl and had this little girl in the sex tape right. and all the other allegations. So right. it's it's just the conversation. I, I want it to be over. I want it to be over, but I want it to be done the right way. I right. don't want it to be swept under the rug, which I think this docuseries, it made it impossible to sweep it under the rug. At this point, it cannot be swept under know, the rug. I know, because it was on ABC News. Yeah, it's, see, it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere, yeah. and, and it needs to be everywhere. But like I say, I'll say this again. It sucks that it took this amount of women for them to even come out with a docuseries for people to even believe that this is what was going on. When it's been coming out for years, women have tried to come out for years. I remember um, when his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, when she first got onto, I don't know if it was Basketball Wives LA or some some reality TV show in LA, she started to touch on things that, was, that happened to her while she was married to R. Kelly, how she was glad to be free. And I think he gagged on her, and mm. that was all you heard from her, and she was done with that show. And, you know, right now people are kind of skeptical on her um, because she's running her mouth a little bit too much in regards to playing his music and it's contradicting to what she's saying in the docuseries. Me personally, I feel like she probably endured a lot more just because she was married to him mm-hmm. and he can definitely manipulate that situation because... And she had kids by Yeah, you, you have kids, I pay all the bills, you're no longer working. She was a backup dancer for him. Right. So you're no longer employed. You have nothing. So you have the least amount to gain. At least everybody else, you're not physically tied down to him mm-hmm. legally. He could just leave. Exactly. He can leave you. You can leave him. You can go be a dancer for Bobby Brown. You can. Oh, Lord. You can go to, from R. Kelly to Bobby Brown. That's your prerogative. <laughs> that's that's your prerogative. You know, but the situation is, I feel like she probably endured the most. Um out of all the women, to be honest, just because he can do whatever he wants to you at that point. And you have to take it. You have to. And how do you start over after leaving R. Kelly? How do you leave an R. Kelly? How, how do you leave that situation? It's not simple as walking out the door or saying, I'm done. And I want, I want to say she had three kids out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had three kids. And the, the daughter, she actually spoke out on Instagram the other day. Um, she wrote this really long post. And I almost felt bad for her because... Yeah, I saw. I didn't read it. it sorry. Yeah, it, I read the first paragraph. It was too long. It was like a five-point essay. <laughs> I shouldn't say it wasn't too long because the child needs to say what she needs to say. Right. But I, just, I agree. I but didn't. I wasn't reading it. <laughs> I, I mean, I read I the paragraph. I didn't have the time to, say, to sit there and read through everything. I got the gist of it. But his wife did say in the docuseries that their children were bullied because of the things that yeah, he was doing. Sure. And, you know, because everybody's talking about, like, when that sex tape hit or dropped or whatever, everybody's talking about whether they've seen it or not, and your dad is in it, an underage child, and now you become associated with him. Even though that's your father, you're taking on that negative look that yeah. he's receiving. And they're blame- they're going to blame you, too. Like, how do you let your dad do this? Right. And it's like, you're not even seeing your dad he- on a regular basis. It's just sucks. It sucks for everybody all the way around. Right. Whether you're directly, like if he did it to you, whether you are a family member of a, of one of the women, 
it's just it's just bad right and I just I, there's a lot of people that need to be held responsible but absolutely I just, but I don't know if that is even impor- as important as I'm, just getting him and, and you know I'm glad that you brought up that point because that was going to be my next topic of discussion within this R. Kelly situation is accountability um, one thing that is starting to really grind my gears shall I say tick me <laughs> off um is everybody bringing up this Hugh Hefner, Bill Cosby, bring up Pre- Elvis Presley. This is my issue with that. These men, these other men, yeah, like these other men did it. None of it is right. But I feel like right now is our chance to change what men are doing to younger women in general, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, purple, green, blue, right. the cat in the hat, I don't care. It, none of it is right, but why can't we focus on this situation right. and making a point with this case and what's going on with this one instead of bringing up somebody that's two people that's deceased? Hugh Hefner's not coming back. Elvis Presley's not coming back <laughs> at all. Like what? Why are you comparing the situation to them? They married. There's none of it was right. Yeah, the stuff used to happen back in the days, but why can't we you start changing it now? Was Hugh Hefner even getting no. underage? All no. his girls were, were 18. 18. And, and weren't there like parents coming up to their actually, to the, um, the bunny house I'm, or whatever? I don't even think Hugh Hefner should be in the conversation because these women came to the house and the difference between these two is that Hugh Hefner never kept them captive. Right. He put them they in really, magazines what they wanted to do right. and, and what, put them whatever in the he, Whatever he promised them, they got. You and know? they and made they, a career for themselves. <laughs> right. They were able to move freely, not cut off their right. cell phones, not be seen. Right. So, not, these, so these parents should be like, where is the album right. that, that, that my daughter is supposed to have? Why is she not on the radio? And, yeah. <laughs> They're not yeah. getting anything out of the deal. He's yeah. getting everything. I mean, the Elvis Presley was that, that he married. Like She was like 14 or something like that, I think. Who married Lisa? her? Who? No, the, what, what um, Lisa Presley. Oh, sorry, Lisa Presley. Is that was. his daughter? <laughs> the, the, Who the, else the, he married? His, his daughter's mother. But was it, but in that time, wasn't getting married young like well, a thing? Well, I mean, it could have been, but he was older and she oh. was younger. So, I mean, the situation was wrong. None of it, this is my take, my take. None of it is right. Messing with children under the age of 18, they're not even mentally, like, chemically balanced enough to even know what they're doing or what's happening to them. They're not even mature enough to understand what's happening to them. So none of it is right. But we need to take a stance on this situation so all the um, chest of the molesters can stay away. Or at least these <laughs> victims can feel better. Chest of the molester. Or oh, these victims Lord. can feel better about coming out. Because the more that society turns a blind eye to it, the victims are always going to feel like they're always going to be it's a victim. Just, it's just sad. It's because if you are a victim of anybody who has been sexually molested or taken advantage of in any kind of way, you know... If it happens to me, I don't get this big publicity. I don't get all of this light because it wouldn't. It would have been John down the street, right? But because the the person who violated them is a celebrity, right? There's you get you get so much more negative than you do positive, right. and I don't understand how they don't even understand. They, you you keep saying that you want these people to be um, held accountable, but then when I do say that this person did something to me, now you want to figure out if I'm um, right. if I'm telling the truth right. or how credible am I? But you so there's this double it's a double edged sword, it right? Is. So do you even waste your time saying anything? You just deal with your stuff in private? Or do you come out and hold somebody accountable in the public eye? And I'm not even going to lie. If it's a regular Joe, um, if it's a regular Joe, I if I was a victim, I don't think I would be able to come out because people see these individuals that usually do this stuff in the dark. They're not people that you see walking around because, like, if, if it's a person that's walking around, they have this corporate America job and this happened to me, um, people tend not to believe. They don't believe unless they can see it in that individual. If they're doing so much good or doing this for the community or living their regular life and don't look like a predator or a pedophile, people tend not to believe the actual victims. And that's why so many men get away with that because they're not believing the victim because this doesn't, quote unquote, look like the person that's going to do something like that to you. So well, what what does a predator look like? It, not- do, it, it, it doesn't have it doesn't have a face unless it's an alligator or something. <laughs> That's a, I think a lot of that is because reality is no longer reality. So we don't take people for, you know, people's word is not. Right. Word isn't bond. Anymore. Yeah. No. So that's why if somebody comes out, they they can go through a lot to make themselves look convincing, you know, right. and make 
and make you believe their story. And it could be lies. I'm not saying that there's not women out there that lie. <coughs> there's not women out there that lie because, of course, we have that. But the majority of the time, it's not that. Right. So I feel like there should be more positive that comes first before we just start um, dismissing them. Yeah. It, it it has to. And I hope that this, what's going on with R. Kelly, shines a spotlight on the whole situation. Like, I really hope that it allows other victims in other situations to feel like they can come forward or they can say what happened to them because it holds, it makes them feel some type of way psychologically. R. Kelly. This happened to him when he was six, ten, like when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And this has messed him up psychologically. Mm-hmm. And to the point where he's normalized it and it's a snowball effect where it go, it's going to keep happening. Mm-hmm. The same thing with within the community. It's going to keep, it's an old thing that keeps happening and it just keeps being passed down because other people do it to other people. So mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that hurt people hurt, hurt people. Yeah. And this is what's going on now. But you don't have to. You don't, because you don't have to. You don't have to. That And, and I think that's, the, you have to make the decision, the conscious decision on yourself. First of all, everybody needs to get men- mentally healthy, right? Right. So if you've had any kind of trauma in your life um, as a child, and you feel as though, you know, everybody thinks that kids don't understand what's happening or they're not aware of what's going on. Right. Like, children absorb everything they know, and it will turn into something as an adult. So right. you need to get yourself mentally healthy. And, and by that, on meditation, uh, therapy. Drink V8 Splash, too. That's healthy. Shut up. <laughs> okay. So, right, therapy, don't be scared of it. It's good for everybody, whether you're a good part of your life or a bad part in your life. Um, I just lost my trip. <laughs> I mean, you threw me off with the damn V8. I'm just saying, I thought that's what they call the drink when they're trying to get their mental health on balance. Okay, but (laughs) I'm done. I can't even remember what I was going to say because you threw me off with the V8. You were talking about mental health. You were saying that people need to be mentally healthy. They have to get that in tune before they can um, actually progress from being sexually assaulted, molested, yes, whatever. So, it okay, be. right. So once you get through that, then you 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 have the option of saying, "I am not going to be a predator. That I am not going to do what has been done to me." Now, pause. When you look in the mirror, do you say, "I'm not going to be a predator today"? Is that like a talk that you have to have with yourself? Like, with no, you- because it doesn't mean that just because. So if. If you were physically abused as a child, it doesn't mean that you're going to go around beating up people, right? But yeah. it will at least make you think about how you deal with your anger. Right. It will at least make you think, okay, just because somebody um, is coming at me doesn't mean that I have to fight back. You know right. what I'm saying? It just will put things in perspective for you a little differently. But you do. you. Everybody who's had some kind of trauma in their life knows that they're going to be dealing with that trauma in some kind of way throughout life. That's why you need to get help so that you know how to deal with those things. Right. If he had gotten help, you know, right, especially in the, the triggers of the industry, I'm sure, the drugs, the alcohol, the mm-hmm. fame, the power, the women, all of those things are triggers for him, right? right? So, but if he had gotten help prior to that, he would know how to deal with those triggers. He would understand that just because he sees a 16-year-old girl who may be filled out, right. may have a body that looks like 21, maybe even flirting back with him, right? right? That he would say to himself, no, right? I'm not going to engage in that. No, regardless of what my body is telling me that I may like this, I'm not going to do that. But he hasn't gotten any help. Yeah, because he did say, my mind is telling me no, but my, my body, body is telling, telling me yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> and I, and I want to know, like, what I would like to know what his brother did, who was also um, molested by the sister, whether or not he got any help. Because what made him any different, aside from the fame, because a man is a man, a person right. is a person, what made him any different? Um, than the brother, than your brother. Actually, it's three of them, and two of them didn't turn out right. And that's R. Kelly and the one that's in jail still. Because okay. the one from the docuseries, the one in jail, they interviewed him. And I think he needs to stay locked up. Because <laughs> he, they asked What's he him. he in jail for? It wasn't nothing good, apparently. Um, he wasn't doing something nice for the community, like giving away turkeys. I know that <laughs> okay. wasn't what was going okay. on. Um, but when he was talking about it, I could tell his brother was putting money on his books and stuff, and he was getting stuff out of commissary, like honey buns and stuff like that, because <laughs> he was like, so what, my brother may like younger women? So what? First of all, that 
that there when he said that I said okay you sir needs to stay locked up oh, and your God. brother needs to go in there with you because for you to say so what he likes young women and I like older women I can tell you're messed up too how old are you talking are you talking 80 90 those that can barely walk mm. so so I can tell for them like they are really messed up in the head for him to even let that come out of his mouth and sound like it's okay if you think about it they, they all absolutely are because at 16 years old as a girl if you clearly the sister had to have been molested also I, yep, or, or I agree. Or some kind of abuse right. to her right but to understand at 16 year old 16 years old to then become the predator that that's very scary because mm-hmm. usually that doesn't come on until later you know right. as in adult, adulthood so to turn around and then become the predator that early in life there's there was a lot of trauma going on in their household, and it may yeah. not have only been sexual. It it definitely could have been um, physical abuse. Right. He had some kind of weird infatuation infatuation with his mother. Oh, um, that interview with the, the drinking the lipstick off of her coffee cup. You know, so there there was a lot of stuff going on, and it could be generational. You know, right? But at, that still does not mean. That you get a pass yeah. for then inflicting the same pain and even worse on yeah. other people. He he lost my sympathy when it when he kept trying to cover for it and never tried to get help. You know, if it was something that was in the beginning stages, I can sympathize. Not saying that any of it is right. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if you are attempting to try to get help by any means necessary, I can feel like you're more so a victim. But now you're perfecting your craft. Mm-hmm. Almost like from the show Criminal Minds. You're trying to perfect mm-hmm. your craft so you can continue doing what you want to do and continue to inflict this pain Because regardless. it's a lifestyle that I want to live till yeah. I die. N- now it's a choice. Because to be 50 years old and you're still doing this, how right. many years have you been doing it? At some point, you got to be tired of holding people captive. And, right. And do, like, you what should... do you do when, you get, when, you, when you're too old to like move? Like, Do you let them loose? Well, like what, I, I really want to know, how does that progress? You still control them. He'll yeah, because he's controlled control their mind. He will still control them, and then he'll just have them doing sexual things with other people, or you know, it'll just yeah. go to another level until literally he dies. And the crazy thing is, is that um, many people may not know this, but I remember this interview that Chris Brown did um, on Oprah a, a long time ago. He was molested. You don't mm. see him around here holding people captive and molesting no, young he, people. But he did show his in another way. Are we talking about Rihanna? She hit that man first. Not saying it's right, but no, we are not going there yeah, today. Yeah, that, that, that's no, a no, 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 no. And no, no, we are not going there today. No, no. <laughs> okay, we go. You okay. Know, anyways, but like I he, said, he still did his in another way, and that's what we're gonna go with. Okay. Thanks. Mental health. Get it together. Drink, 2019. Drink your V8 Splash. Get your splash. mental health together. Drink, drink your V8 Splash, please. Drink your <laughs> V8 Splash. You need more than V8 Splash. I'll tell you that much. Okay? Therapy. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you islanders do stick together. Uh, oh, this has nothing to do with that. You think <laughs> no, 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 this has nothing to do with the fact that we're, Rihanna is Bayesian, okay? There's nothing to do with that. Okay, we're not going to talk about we're Rihanna not. and Chris Brown. I'm just saying that he did not become a predator of someone molesting him. That was Correct. my point. Uh, that you don't have to do what is necessarily done with you. But I do agree that it does affect you in different ways. Mm-hmm. But he is not running around beating on people out there, looking for people to beat up. That's one thing I will say about that because R. Kelly would send runners from the docuseries again. I reference back to that. He was sending people, when he would go on tour to different cities, he would send people from his entourage to the mall to pick up younger girls. Mm -hmm. You're sending runners. So you know what you're doing. You've sent people to do your dirty work and wait for it to come back. Like, that is sickening within itself. Like, you're going to, like, you're literally preying on these younger women. Yeah, that's why, I mean, it's sad what happened to him, but I cannot allow that to justify why he has become who he's become. Right. Now, question. Did you hear the little snippet on Instagram from R. Kelly? I mean, um, not R. Kelly, Master P, where he gave his thoughts on it. Um, I heard him say something in regards to, he was talking about the parents. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, so what else did he say? I don't so, remember. <laughs> so pretty much from the do- the end of the docuseries, the girl, Joycelyn Savage, the ones from Florida, the mm-hmm. girl they're still trying to get, they went to, the parents went to Chicago to the studio where they thought she could have been held captive. Now, they couldn't get in there. They called the police to do a welfare check. Mm-hmm. Um, the police said there's nothing they could do because the owner's not here. Um, he they're like blowing the, the, the place right. up or so something the, like the that. The parents, they went to the back of the building, on the side of the building where there were windows. Now, the, the studio has barbed wires on all the windows because it is Chicago. You know, they do shoot and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it's barbed wires on every single they window. They shoot everywhere. Right. But they, they really shoot. It's like World okay, War okay, Three. Okay. Um, So... They were on the side of the building throwing rocks trying to get somebody's attention at the window to just open it up or see if that's their daughter or come down to the door to open it up. Mm-hmm. But I guess, I don't know if these women are like, I don't want to open this door because somebody is probably watching and they're going to tell on me, I'm going to get beat, whatever R. Kelly may do to them if they open that door. And so that was the end of the snippet from the parents um, because they couldn't get inside the studio to see if their daughter was in there or anything because no one would come and open the door. Okay. And so... Master P made the statement and was pretty much like um, he felt like the parents shouldn't have been throwing no rocks at no window. They should have went and broke the broke the door down. Okay. How do you feel about that? He felt like they were doing too much for the show. I mean, in my opinion, I feel like they were do, they were doing too much for the show, or they didn't do for enough. the docu series. They were doing too much, like throwing rocks. You should have went and broke the window down and went and got your child if that's really your child. I mean, uh, hey, I have. Too many uh, male cousins. I don't have any brothers, but I have enough brother cousins. I have male friends. I have a daddy. I have too many people in my life that would not sit back and allow me to be held captive. Like, yes, somebody's got to die. Biggie said it. Somebody's (laughs) got to die. Like... (laughs) You're not, there's no way that there would, the, the docu-series would definitely have been me, my parents, or somebody in jail talking about what they did to go get me out. And that's what R. Kelly... And it definitely geez, wouldn't have been... It definitely wouldn't have been no years later. Like, right. they got two weeks. Where is... Where is she? Right. And if you don't give me no answers, I'm coming back. You know, we island, so... Right. We coming with a whole lot of stuff. Okay? Thank you. A cut yeah. glass like my grandmother was saying. We coming back with stuff. And some they gonna find me. And listen, they not going to get nobody else. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're cause my dad would have came out the building like, Yeah, I saw your daughter in there. You better go get her. I got mine. The door is open now. <laughs> right. But they is coming they going directly to the room where I'm at. They snatching me up and they're taking me out. Right. That's it. I mean, and if it means that they gotta die in the process, I know plenty of people that pop that would let their life go for me. I, I mean, I, you, I'm nobody special. I was but gonna say, yeah, you, like who who's willing to do that? I, they, I I have some people in my life that do care for me. Okay, okay, okay. That's, that's cool. I'm sure your father would have been busting down doors. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, he'd probably not the building about the building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I, I, what, 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 masterpiece thing? I'm not right. I'm not mad that he's saying that. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't have been no little rocks at the door. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get a date? Like I'm confused. <laughs> like <laughs> no, no, break something. Right. Get I mean, in there. I would have ran a car through the building. Like something, is, <laughs> something is, has to happen. If. <laughs> It's just after so many years and you haven't seen the person talk to you. Don't, no, I can't. I can't. I, yeah. I wouldn't even let it go that long. Yeah. There's no way. And, and one thing I did notice is that a lot of women that, um, or young girls rather, that R. Kelly was taken, he would start messing with them when they were 16. And so, ironically, when they turn 18, it that's when he would take. Yeah, that's when he would take advantage because now they're an adult. Yeah. I have this major celebrity with all this money that's giving me yeah. everything I want yeah. to say I'm his girl. And yeah. a, a teen that is not chemically imbalanced, that doesn't understand what's going on, she's like, yeah, I've made it. I've arrived. Yeah. And and so, no, you can't tell me what to do. I'm my own woman. And he right. told me I'm my own woman. And I can do whatever I want. And I don't need my mom or my dad to be telling me or dictating or whatever. He told me he was going to try to take me back. He already told me he was going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm. he's giving me more money than y'all make. Oof. 
Yeah, that's a dagger, ain't it? This real talk, though. That's this real talk. Like, um, and he had to tell them this because, as a teen, of course, you may have a little job at a little Publix or a little movie theater, but yeah, it ain't but no what's, money. What's gonna attract you is the the flashiness, yes. the money, the, the Gucci, the, gifts, the product, the food. Yeah, all that. The, the vacations, taking the places, yeah. all of that. So, but when all that stuff ends, there's mm. the pain. Literally, it's the calm before the storm, and. I feel like a lot of women have met the storm, but hopefully we can stop and get it to that to some sunshine. <sighs> We're gonna pray for them. Yeah, all I'm, of them. Yeah, I'm gonna pray for those in the past, those that's going through it now, those that have escaped. Um, that's all we can do at this point, and hope that justice is served. Um, I am gonna say I'm gonna put my belief in the justice system for this, um, because it is it would be a major um, accomplishment for. Anybody that's been molested, raped, or anything to yeah. that extent by anybody, man or woman, I feel like this needs to happen so that victims can have a voice right. when it does happen. So, um, all we Especially African-American women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and sadly enough, I, I kind of wish that a Caucasian woman had been in the mix because he would have been in jail. I, I honestly... That's, that's not his flavor. I wish it was. Because he, this wouldn't have gone on this long. Had it would have been just one that came out and told her story via Instagram, via pen and paper, however well, we she wanted to do it. Maybe I, there is one. Well. Maybe there is one. Well, sugar. But we shouldn't have to. We you shouldn't, shouldn't have, have to depend, depend on, that. on one to get everybody else their justice. We, but hopefully there, maybe there is one. Right, I I agree. That's what I it agree. took for Bill Cosby. And some of them, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not okay. sure. Okay, we're not gonna do I'm, this with about Bill either. We're, we're not, not we're not gonna do it. But I just I was looking at some of them. And I'm like, Bill, you did that. <laughs> I just I know I you know everybody got their own preferences uh, and uh, yeah, yeah uh, I was I was looking like I know people age differently, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even see you. I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry to the victims. So I'm sorry as to we the... end this first episode, because <laughs> we know we're yeah, not going we, there. We're not, we're not going there. But yes, um, as she was saying, thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, stay tuned for what we have coming in the future. Um, and Hopefully, I'm saying, it's not all this heavy stuff all the time. Yeah, it, it won't be. It won't be. We're going to have some fun stuff, hopefully, if y'all just act right in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stop giving us stuff to talk about. Right. Jesus. So, yeah, stay tuned for our next episode. See you later. Bye.